There is nothing wrong with your podcast. Do not attempt to adjust your headphones. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you hear. We are only marginally sorry about that. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with the podcast, we swear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which is the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. Okay, well, hey guys, welcome back to episode whatever it is. Uh, let's try this one again is the name of the episode. We're going to be talking about, well, surprise, surprise, talking about video games. Today, our friend Dustin joins us. Hi, Dustin. Howdy. And uh, of course, Howdy. we've got Ken and Brandon with us. How are y'all doing? How are you? How, how are you? I'm, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. I'm okay. Marvelous. Oh, that's that's good to hear. All right, marvelous. Ken, are you Marvy as well? I'm super. Thanks for asking. All right. So uh, we're uh, very surprised to be doing uh, this episode four, I think it is, um, for the second season of the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. Are we, right? are we surprised? Because I, I thought this was the plan. Well, I'm surprised because it's still October as we're recording this. <laughs> So, so we've recorded four in a very fast amount of time, or we're recording the fourth well, that, one. That was the plan, though. Yeah, well, I love it when the plan. I don't have a cigar. I love it. When it's I'm been a year since we started this, or so. It is has right? uh, actually been a year. This is our one-year anniversary. Although this episode won't be coming out till after because we're we're doing some time deferred stuff to to build up some uh, slop in our schedule. So okay, everybody, moving right along. Uh, we're going to start talking today uh, about video games. Again, a big surprise. Uh, but we'll start with, uh, we're going to review video games that we've played, but we don't necessarily think a lot of other people have played. Who would like to go first? All right. So many hands. You. We want you to go first, Patrick, because we love you. Well, uh, well, the first game, the game I'm going to talk about was for the Nintendo Entertainment System called Athena. Now, I thought for the longest time it was some knockoff game that nobody had. And it, you basically played as Athena, the Greek or Roman goddess of war, or I can't remember. And it was so complicated and difficult that I, I, I know there were levels and I know you could get past levels and whatnot, but I could never make it past the second level. You would get through the whole thing and you would, you know, you'd have blocks that you break. And it was actually pretty uh, as a game. But the problem was it was so complicated and so difficult. Like you had to have specific weapons for specific enemies and the weapons only appeared at us. So this game had my fascination that it was the hardest thing in the world. The first boss was this tree that had tentacles and it was theoretically possible to beat the tree. But well, as trees do, I mean, they have. Well, I've I've seen that movie. Uh which could bring us into Brandon's uh, thing with Bruce Campbell in it. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a game. So for the longest time, I thought, okay, I was probably the only person that had this game. And then I found someone who played it and not only played it, but won the game on YouTube. I remember our, our last episode, we talked about how alien it was for some of us to sit and watch people play. Yeah. Well, yeah, this, this game was definitely something I sat and watched all the way through because 10 year old me was just, absolutely infuriated that um i could never figure it out and of course you know as it is people who play games really well they did a, he did a really good job and made it go much much faster 
So did you play it? No, never since. I (laughs) I just sat there and watched it. I was like, okay, I thought maybe you brought it back and like, like I'm gonna attack this as an adult and see if I can actually figure it out. Hell no. I've wanted to do that with uh, Faxanadu for the Uh, Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) I played that as a kid. I think I rented it and everything, and I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Yep. I hated that game. (laughs) I fucking hated that game. It was like the reason why I hated it, I bought it because way back when we were allowed one game on our birthday. So that was my game, and I basically couldn't fucking play it. I, I wanted to return it and just couldn't. Oh, that would be so frustrating. Yes. That that was like, I I bought Dragon Power for the NES with my own money. And I didn't have very much money. And it was the only game I could afford. And I, I like, I played through it and I tried. I really tried. And I couldn't get past like the first, I think there was a boss character. I convinced myself that it that it was impossible that like I was doing it wrong, that it wasn't a matter of just hitting him a bunch of times, but I've went back on YouTube and looked at other people playing. And it's like, no, you just have to hit that thing for like 10 minutes solid. <laughs> That's how you get past it. It's a terrible game. Uh, we will have a link to the games in the discussion, the show notes. It, it's a dragon ball game. Yes, it's the Dragon Ball game that never was. Yeah, I had I didn't know what Dragon Ball was. You know, I was I was probably 10, maybe 11. Wow. Okay, so the Athena game, I'm just learning about this now, was a coin-op game uh that was Yeah, I'll just put the wiki down in the show notes for everyone here. Yep. So, uh who would like to go next? I nominate Ken. Sure. Yeah. Uh so uh Patrick's homework for us was review a game that we don't think a lot of people has played. And, you know, I don't know what the review of those previous games were. I guess they're, they were hard. So, yeah, I don't know. I was just going to say Submerged. You know, I kind of got, because I was looking for a couch game when I had the flu one time, and I just got a Steam link. And I was like, okay, let's play this. It's, it's okay. It's it's a solid $5 game. But then uh, later, as I was doing the homework for the show today, I was like, oh, it came out on PlayStation 4, on Xbox, on iOS. It's, like, all over the, you know, it's, you can get it on the Switch. And uh, it's still a mediocre game. It's a it's a five dollar game, but it's kind of a you know adventure platform kind of story game. Is this it, where you play Miku, the young girl? I don't know. Probably there's like no words in the entire game, so uh, I don't know what the character's the main name was. I don't didn't remember. It was the name was not uh, that great, and I am terrible with names. So were you basically on a raft with a, a another little character? I just want to make sure I link the correct one in our, our show notes. Yes. So the concept is you are a female adolescent protagonist and you have to go uh, find various things in this post-apocalyptic water world, urban environment kind of thing. And yep. yeah. Oh, Found to right save one. your little brother. Yep. Yeah. I, I've, I want to play that. I think I have it in my Steam yeah. library, but I haven't yeah. played it. It looked like yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I I'm not on sale and it's, it's not bad. It's a, it's a good, like, you know, five, $3 game. I, hands down. It's good for that. I wouldn't pay $25 for it. Oh, oh, okay. So to to address your point of the review part, yeah, don't buy Athena. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> in, in case thumbs, that was like two on thumbs your down. Life. Yeah, that is two thumbs way down. Actually, four thumbs. Young me and old me. So I I just started playing this last night and I haven't finished it yet, so I can't do like a full review of it. But I 
uh i i played a lot of it i don't know i probably played like for six hours or something i feel like i'm probably about 75 percent of the way through the game maybe even further uh it's a game called wonder song it came out i think a year or two ago and you play as a doofy bard character the art style is sort of like almost like south park like early south park like construction paper simple geometric shapes uh stuff like that uh it's very cute in a lot of its aesthetic and in a lot of its dialogue and things like that uh it's hilarious though it's a puzzle platformer and as far as the game mechanics go you your ability is to sing and you end up going through different areas where singing different notes will like control wind flows that you use to blow you up to higher platforms and things like that there are different parts where you have to sort of like learn a song is what they say is happening in the game and i have a very strong suspicion that they don't penalize you for doing very poorly because i have done very poorly <laughs> and yet it still let me progress I, I believe the term is called accessibility yes yes it's definitely a very accessible game I, I the design of it i would say is impeccable there are several instances in the game where i have i've done things assuming that oh the game won't realize what i'm doing it it they didn't consider this possibility or anything. Uh, at one point, you put together a band and you put on a show for this town that doesn't have anything going on in it. And pretty much the whole town is there, all these characters that you've talked to, that you've seen. Except there there was one lady that wasn't there that I didn't see in the audience, and she worked at like the front desk at the the hotel. I went back there after the show and talked to her, and she talked about how everybody in the town was going crazy about the show. They loved it. Uh, and she didn't get a chance to see it because she was working. And then I just started singing, figuring, oh, I'll give her a little taste of what she missed, figuring oh, the game's yeah. not going to realize what I'm doing. But then after I sang for a few seconds, she like broke in and she was like, oh, you're the singer from the show. Thank you for giving me a sample. Yeah, they didn't prompt me to do that. They they didn't give any indication that was a thing I could do. I just thought I was just being goofy and getting into the spirit of the... It's, it's a very upbeat and positive game in, for most of it. Uh, it does get a bit dark at times because you are trying to save the entire universe from being annihilated. So this is a two thumbs up game? Yes, I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I'm sure it's cheap by now. It probably wasn't expensive when it originally came out. Uh, I believe I got it as part of a Humble Monthly bundle within the past few months. All right. I'm looking at the uh, webpage for it, and it looks exactly like you say, a little bit like um, South Park meets uh, Adventure Time. Yes, yes, I, I would definitely say that that is very accurate, maybe even with a little bit of like Steven Universe mixed in in terms of the sensibilities and things like that. Pretty cool. All right, that's going on my list. Hey, Brandon, you're up, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, my game that I think not a lot of people have played, um, mostly because the company that is behind it no longer exists. Division um, 2. Was that? Division 2? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> should be though um is uh um 
old style game, Tachyon the Fringe. Loved that game when it came out. It was probably uh, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. Fantastic game. Bruce Campbell is in it. You you are Bruce Campbell in the game, so you really can't beat that. Some of the lines that he says in the movie and the in the game are, are absolutely fantastic, hilarious, and you know classic Bruce Campbell style. Um, Gameplay wise, it's a it's a space sim. You fly around and, and blow stuff up. It's pretty much the gist of the game. It's got a relatively interesting story. Pretty standard, you know, uh, late nineties, early two thousand stuff. Uh, space sci-fi stuff you know but other than that controls were tight um from what i remember as a matter of fact i think i played it recently or recently ish within the last say five or ten years it Um, is currently on steam by the way is it really i think i own it on steam you know it's it's a it's a really good game in in my opinion it came out march 31st of 2000 ah so it is 2000 yeah all right well uh hmm Wesley has a has a thing real quick. Uh, he, I, I was really worried about doing uh, Wesley because Wesley's choice because he he told me that he only plays mainstream games, and he is like the antithesis of Ken. And I'm afraid to ever put them in the same room because Wes is all about mainstream games, and Ken is all about the indie, non mainstream. If it makes makes you feel better, uh, his selection was a game I would would can you know. Back when I you could actually buy, well, I guess you can still buy games. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Wes, cut this all out because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, Wes, this is great. That's exactly what we're talking about. I was going to uh, say, I wanted to play that game. And kinda. the game that he's talking about is Deer Hunter. I um, played it. And yeah, well, again, Wes plays mainstream games. If it wasn't Deer Hunter, it was The Sims or a Lego game. No, I played it. I played it specifically and solely to Achievement Farm on super early xbox live because i figured that it'd be really easy to get achievements and uh get my gamer score up on that game was that correct uh i I, yeah i think so well see now west didn't particularly care for the hunting parts he he preferred more around to walk around the woods and explore uh and uh it, it was a game that took a lot of patience for him and he didn't really have as an eight or nine year old so um he considers considers it's boring, uh, but somewhat relaxing. And uh, you know, nowadays there's games like the Cabela's games uh, where you can drive an ATV and stuff like that. So, Deer Hunter for him was just a time pass or something, kind of like a palate cleanser while he waited for the next Lego Sims or whatever game to come. So that's that's Wes's choice. Um, but you know, you know, Brandon, you brought up something really interesting that you would love to see a remake of Tachyon the Fringe. Uh, I would. That brings us to our main subject of the day. You know, if you give if you give Chris Roberts enough money and a donation, oh. I guarantee he'll include that as part of the Star Citizen. That's messed up. As a <laughs> who um, gave Chris Roberts? Uh, I think it was like 160 bucks. Oh well, that's why you didn't. You got to put a couple Ow. zeros behind it. So, okay, for those of us who aren't in the know, now I am, of course, you got to understand, I'm so up on everything. But those of our listeners who don't know what's going on, Chris Roberts is the developer of a game or a promiser of some vaporware. What? Um, What's going on here? Well, it is a. Hold on, hold on. You can actually play the game uh, in almost all of its parts right now. You can actually play it. And be careful. If you talk about him, he will show up. I say his name three times. Either him or Derek Roberts. Yeah, seriously. 
Either him or well, Derek Smart. Yeah. You know, we do need more listeners. So how great would that be to <laughs> if Chris Roberts starts listening to us? Chris Roberts. That'd be interesting. his name, guys. Let's see what happens. You say it too many <laughs> times, and then the bad guy shows up. Don't don't turn around, Ken. Do not turn around. So okay, let's 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 let people in on it. There's a game called Star Citizen that is pretty much crowdfunded, and uh, it is by all accounts a pretty game. Uh, everything I've seen is just amazing, but it takes a long time for anything to come out, and there's a lot of kind of I'm gonna say grumpiness in regards to how the developer has been uh, handling just information and just the whole thing. It's just not going well. It's, you know, it's, and again, we've talked about that, that, uh, that mentality of fans and everything like that. That's added into the whole thing. So this is just, this is, this is. <laughs> and the, the joke of course is uh, because it's crowdfunded, they have a pledge store and the pledge store has some real high value dollar items. We're talking like 10,000 American dollars, US 2019 money um, to buy virtual in-game products, which are inherently promises for the most part. But yeah, it's just a giant crowdfunded. It's like the most uh, financially, uh, they raise the most money of like any crowdfunded game ever kind of thing. It's over yep. 250 million now, but it's wholly based on promises and it's been going on for, uh, according to Wikipedia, that. 2011, so eight years now. So, okay, well, let's let's move into our first break, and then uh, yeah, go from there. All right, Wes, take us out. Okay, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> That was a great break. I'm uh oh, so, I can't can't believe you were able to parade around naked like that. Yeah, I know, right? And not get arrested this time. But it's not it's not well, uh, it's not November. November yet. Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah. All right. Well, today we're talking about games from our past, or actually any game really, that we wouldn't mind seeing remastered. Now, a remastered game is one where they uh come through and they update the graphics for today's hardware, uh, probably fix a couple of broken aspects uh, oh, and, hope so. uh you would hope so uh silent hill 2 would like to have words with you about that um so yeah so what games would you guys like to see uh updated uh and, and i'll explain the silent hill 2 comment when they did a, a remaster for the ps3 um they used all this great hardware that was there that they could do things with but part of the 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 real cool draw of uh silent hill 2 was uh, because there was limitations to the hardware, they used the fog of war, which is basically how far you were allowed to see, right? Really cleverly, so you you would it, would, it built to the tension. When they moved it to a system with more power, they removed that fog of war, and then all of a sudden, it just oh. wasn't as spooky, wasn't as good. Um, so yeah, there are times when a remaster actually doesn't do what it's supposed to. But anyway, so. What games do you guys think uh, really could do with a remaster? I think they should remaster Star Wars Battlefront and call it Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> you know? That is I think they do a sequel to it. That's a... Uh, boy, there's a lot to unpack on that sentence right there. Um, okay, fair enough, fair enough. You know, I don't. I think that's a little crazy. Uh, in fact, I think it's... <laughs> I'm that sorry, would never man. happen. That would I never think happen. It's, I think it's idiotic. I, I don't think anyone would be dumb enough 
to do that. And and if somebody did that, I don't think anyone would be dumb enough to buy it. And, oh or, wait, or call the call it the exact same game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what? I know what'll make it different. They'll right. add. We we could add like a gambling sub game to it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah surprise like, mechanics. Yeah yeah. Surpri- oh very good. Yeah you know what? I no, still stupid. I, I I think that's still still really stupid. I don't think anyone would buy it. it, it a moron would buy it. Not not. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I'm kind of like going through like my game list, and I'm thinking about it. And a lot of the games that I would kind of wanted to be remastered have been not necessarily remastered, but they've released a modern sequel to it. For example, uh, Wasteland with Wasteland 2, or a lot of them have incremental uh, updates and stuff like that. Or there's uh, very similar styled games that work very well as inspired by kind of things. All right. They are remaking, uh, uh, they're making an Evil Genius 2. It's actually work in the works. They make a farm simulator for two years. It's almost like they went to the uh, John Madden school of game sequencing. And really, a lot of the games that I like, man, I really liked that game back then. Uh, they've already been making really good sequels to, or you know, uh, similar clones that are inspired by. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm tapped out for this one, really. Well, I got a whole list of games. All right, go for it. <laughs> I would love to see Crimson Skies, but that was just one that came up. Uh, Crimson Skies is a kind of a alternate world where biplanes and jets jets never really were created, and and it's all post apocalyptic. After it's a really cool game, flying around is it's like yeah. diesel. Um, Sky Captain diesel in the Punk. World of Tomorrow. Yes, yes, very much like that. If you that, that's, a, that's a movie for those that may not know, but it's kind of very. Uh, it wasn't a very good movie. It wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. But but the the aesthetics were cool. Psychonauts. I'd love to see an updated version of Psychonauts. Aren't they doing a sequel? Yeah, exactly. I think they are. I'm making sorry. A, a sequel isn't necessarily that, a remake. This is true. This is true. A sequel goes back to the well, mining for new material. Where uh, a remake is, they go back to the well and then just put up new wallpaper. Well, okay. Well, even then, that's not necessarily true. We'll talk about that after we get through everybody's list. But after after Psychonauts, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Destroy All Humans. That would be cool. Which, coincidentally, Psychonauts and Destroy All Humans have the same voice actor as their lead. Yeah, I didn't um, think Destroy All Humans is all that old, though. But yeah, it I'm, is. Maybe I'm just old. It's but... original Xbox. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, so that's almost uh, fifteen to nineteen years old. Well, yeah, I guess it is. Jesus Christ. Okay, you're old, Ken. That's why you're part of this podcast. <laughs> when we were when we were doing the like like I I would when we were doing the uh, review of a game that you no one's played yet. Uh, when I just found out that uh, Tacan came out in two thousand, I'm looking it up. I'm just like, oh my god, I feel so old now. <laughs> it came out nineteen years ago. Jesus. Yep. March twenty first. Yep. 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 That's one reason why I don't have children is I can't like mark mark things before or after I had children. Well, that that one was before I had a kid, and yeah, I think I was in college when that came out. So there's that. Ken, him being in college in 2000, that probably should make both of us feel old. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> and they're making a new Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, I'm so excited about oh. that! All right, that that that's uh, Bloodlines two, and it's going to take place in Seattle. And everything I've seen so far is very exciting. Hey, very, hey, very hey, stay what what, what what put away your targeting computer what? patrick stay on target stay on topic <laughs> so yeah you know i'll just stop there and i'll i'll pass the speaking stick to either you can or, or you dustin you don't need to speak it to me i kind of already spoke my- 
I'm sorry. Let me try that again. I'll pass it off to either you, Brandon, or you, Dustin. Uh, Dustin can go. I I don't. Most of the games, much like Ken, I'm I'm. Hey, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, Are you telling me you don't want to see a remake of the game Adventure for the Atari? I have no idea what that game is, but yeah, I'm saying that. I would love a totally photorealistic remake of Adventure for Atari. Make it look as absurd and stupid and ridiculous as the graphics back then would make it, but give everything photorealistic textures. Sounds it would good. be terrible All right. and wonderful. That would be an amazing, <laughs> amazing game. Okay, and so, oh, Dustin, oh, what do you have besides uh, Adventure and photorealistic... Uh... By the way, the reason what? why Adventure was even brought up is that it was the first game with an Easter egg that was the developer's uh, name. Yeah, intention, yeah. Yep. And it was a big thing of Ready Player One. It was like the, the MacGuffin. I'm holding my breath still for remakes of uh, System Shock 2. Uh, yeah and and even the first one because yeah i even i tried getting the original system shock enhanced version the controls are just so bad they're just so hard to use i couldn't figure anything out it even comes with like a cheat sheet and i couldn't figure out how to play the damn thing yeah you know they're making system shock 3 right yes mm. and i'm following that too and they're remaking system shock too i think a different company i and started yes. it years ago and then some other company took it over and i'm just holding my breath and hoping because i think system shock 2 is probably the best game ever made uh i would also tell us, I'd tell us how love, you really feel uh, that's how i really feel <laughs> I really would love to see again about controls mostly and interface a remake of Dune 2000. Oh, oh yes, could he wow. be the one? That I, I played that game. I lost so much sleep in junior high school playing that game. It was so fantastic, and I've tried to go back and play it. I think I have it on uh, on good old games, and it, it, the interface. It's just. The interface is so terrible because it's it was very rudimentary because it's one of the first games of its kind yeah uh and just simple things like being able to multi-select units and you know just be able to drag select units and things like that would improve it immeasurably so i i agree i played so much of dune 2000 because that was you know, I played the a lot of the other RTSs around that were coming out and defining the genre, but Dune 2000, hands down, was it for me. And uh, did you ever play, like, the uh, the sequels, like Emperor for Dune, that were very similar? I did not, no. Okay, no, they weren't bad. They were, like, early 2000, um, so they added some of those evolutionary RTS mechanics, like you mentioned. And it's, ah. for the most part, the same game. It's slightly different because it can't be exactly the same, right? But it, it was it was good. Yeah, and I love the Dune lore and everything, too. It's a fantastic universe to set games in. Oh, the whole Dune universe, you know, movies, books, it's pretty feature-rich. <laughs> yeah, I would think they could probably get a lot of support if if somebody capable put up, like, a crowdfunding campaign or something saying they wanted to do a remake of Dune 2000. It probably wouldn't be that difficult. Yeah, but then you'd have to hire Chris Roberts to actually... <laughs> yeah. I only have one game because the last time they tried to remake it, it was just terrible. And that's uh, Smack. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yes. oh yeah. Okay. I don't know what that is. Sid Meier's Office Centauri? 
Oh, okay, yeah, Alpha Centauri. I know that name. I've no, I well, just wasn't see, familiar with the thing Smack. I was well, thinking of like a skateboard game or something. Because you're so goddamn addicted. Yeah, that game is like crack. That's that's worse than World of Warcraft for me. I oh, wow, I never played it. It always looked interesting, and I love the Sid Meier's games, but uh, I never got around to playing that one. Oh man, even that now, is, is great. Even now, it it would be pretty good. It would be a decent game. Again, it needs a friggin' modern interface. Yeah. If it had just a modern interface there, with the same graphics, I'd that's it. Yeah. it now. That's all it needs. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's how good it is. Yeah, um, I would even be okay with the same graphics from Dune 2000. I mean, I think it, they could definitely do it way better now. But even if it was the same graphics, just a different interface, you know, support for widescreen monitors, that sort of yep. thing. Yeah. Those kind I of things. be all in. Those kind of things same uh, apply to Smack same way. I would I would play that game forever if I could. <laughs> yep. The other game that I would like remade would was already remade, and that was uh, um, Homeworld, which oh yeah, fantastic yeah. RTS. Homeworld yeah. was amazing. Was uh, it an RTS or TBS? Uh, oh no, it was our turn based yeah. versus real time. Yeah, it was real time. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but the, I mean, Homeworld 2 was terrible. Well, not terrible, but it just wasn't good. <laughs> Homeworld, the original, fantastic. You know, there's a remake coming out uh, for Final Fantasy VII, which is, remember how I was talking about most times it's going back to the well and re-wallpapering things? Right. This is completely different. They've changed everything about it. Uh, it's very interesting. They're not doing, basically, you're you're walking through the same beats in the story. They're changing almost everything up, not just the graphics, not just character design. So they're just keeping the same plot and this rebuilding the entire game around that plot. Yeah, it looks to wow. be. They've completely changed the 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 combat. Uh, it's you know there are set pieces that are similar, but it's going to be a completely different game. Is um, the combat going to be turn based? I don't know. I think it might be like Final Fantasy fifteen, which is kind of um, turn based with live action. You know. So, I don't know. I think it's it's. I haven't uh, played both. 15 yet, though. So it's not a bad it's game. Okay, but I I fundamentally hate the idea of real time combat in a role playing game because I'm supposed to be playing the role of a hero whose reaction times are not limited to my puny meat brain. And welcome to why I cannot handle playing the Dragon Age game. Is it Dragon well, Age real time? Yeah. Dragon Age. No, actually, it can be paused, but you have to remember that it can be paused, and there's your, your limitation in meat brain. But you can't take it to turn-based, right? And actually, Wasteland 2 is a little bit like that, I think, too, although maybe you could make that turn-based. I think you could switch between real-time and turn-based. You could do turn... I, I think in the early Dragon Ages, you could switch between real-time and, and uh, turn-based. Okay. Uh, but I don't... Don't hold me to that, Ken. But I do know that you could oh, pause no, and queue up yeah. actions. I'm going to reinstall it. And if you're wrong, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> hey! Well, now before that's you murder me, yeah, right. But before that's... you murder me, I'll take you over to that distillery we were talking about. Oh, I wasn't going to murder you. I was just going to hang out. And not oh, 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 God! I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's it, it, it. Final okay. Fantasy 15. Um, the way they do the 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 action type stuff is um, each move that you do takes a moment to queue up. So you could 
you're not just spamming every time you hit the button. It's not like a Metroidvania where, you know, as many times as you click is as many times as you swing. It's you swing and you have time to react to that and move around. It it's I thought it was well done. Final Fantasy God damn it, it's hard to say. Final Fantasy 15 is basically uh in my mind an entry level Final Fantasy game. It's not it's it's gorgeous and the writing is pretty good, but it's not necessarily one that you must play. There's there's only one Final Fantasy game that matters and that's Final Fantasy Tactics. For for those those of you listening who don't know what the Final Fantasy series is, the first Final Fantasy was the last game. Uh, was it, who who makes it? Square Enix? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Square was ever going to make, and so they named it their like their final their their final opus, their last song. So they could Final and Fantasy. Thirty well, games later, it <laughs> sold so well. They're like, well, I loved shoot. it. So they went to Final Fantasy two, and then so each time they make the game, there are certain aspects that carry over from game to game to game. Usually a character chocobos right which are riding birds sid sid in every game specific characters will go from each game they will be different in each game but you'll know once you run into sid he'll be the same character he was in the last game etc 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 so there have been 15 worlds actually i'm not sure it's 15 it might be actually 14 because of that weird stuff with six and two yeah, a couple of them share worlds. More right. than a couple of them. Well, I was going to say there there are X amount of X is even a bad uh, variable. There are every iteration has a separate universe, and then they release extra games in that universe. So, oh. like thirteen will be, be everyone who watches like CW superhero television show should be used to multiverse theory by now. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. 10, but 10 but two, they don't really 10. cross over. Yeah, exactly. What Brandon's saying. There's yeah. So, but anyway, that's the Final Fantasy world, and that's why you know it isn't necessarily a sequel. It's a whole new telling um, of the story. So, Dustin, do you have anything? Any other crazy game or peripheral or anything like that you want to bring up and talk about? Anything that's been on your mind since the last time you were with us? Yeah. So you earlier there you were talking about. Uh, the- potentially morphing into an episode about games we wish would eventually come out and it got me thinking <laughs> yeah go for it about yep, it. things that i had supported on kickstarter now oh. I, have a, <laughs> I have a really okay. great track you know, record uh, with kickstarter actually like i honestly like, think we could probably do a weekly thing things dustin has sponsored on kickstarter yeah and, uh, I I don't know if there's enough that that would keep going for very long, but uh, I oh, do. Well, fortunately, there's more. Stuff. There's more and more stuff on Kickstarter every week. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you That's don't true. have to I stop do. now. Exactly. I'll just have to get on there and back some more stuff. But I so, backed uh, the game. Check that... out our uh, website for the new weekly series. <laughs> what, is, what is Dustin backing? Hey, yeah, Dustin, what you backing? You you watch <laughs> it only to see what probably not to back. But a lot of the games that I've backed, they've come out and they've been good and everything. Like I, everybody disliked Tides of Numenera. I absolutely loved oh, it. Oh, I love that game. Fantastic. I thought that was fun. And everybody's complaints about it were the reason I loved it. It's like playing a book. And everybody's like, oh, you have to read so much. Uh, well, yeah, that's sorry. what Planescape was about. Which exactly. Is... Did you play the original? It wasn't like an action shooter. <laughs> Thanks, World of Warcraft. Okay. Yeah. 
but right, there's whoa 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 yeah don't don't get him started ken go to the explanation <laughs> point and you click and you click 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 and you run to the other explanation point you click 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 and you're ken, done. you're gonna make him start the game up mid podcast <laughs> anyway uh, i'm back what? to game in june 2014 it's still limping along it's still maybe gonna come out someday and so, Duke I, I really... forever <sighs> Uh, no, it's just one dude. the The total amount that he raised was uh, twenty one thousand three hundred sixty eight dollars, and that was enough for him to do the game. Uh, no, he he had to take a break for I think a year or two, uh, like to get a job and stuff. Uh, yeah, probably. If it comes out, it will be the most depressing video game ever created. Really? Because. I I played some stuff from that Slavic studio. This war is mine, and oh, this guy's Slavic. Yeah, well, no, not oh. Slavic. He's he's um, I don't know. Is he from Finland or Norway or one of uh, those one of those other depressing countries. countries? Okay. Obviously, you haven't played Blood and Bacon. Blood and Bacon. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I will. You certainly own it. <laughs> I do. I I do. Thanks to you guys, I do. Um. But this game is called A Song for Vigo, a game made of paper unfolding depression. So for some reason, I swear I've actually heard of this before. Maybe you've mentioned it. I probably because I've like I've been following it since 2014. <laughs> Please tell me Vigo Mortensen is the main character. No, no. Okay, how no. about Vigo from Ghostbusters 2? No, Vigo is your son who you accidentally back over in your car and kill. Okay, so what other wow. games are you guys right. looking forward to? And most of the game is you spiraling into depression and how it affects everyone around you. Like I said, it's going to be the most depressing game ever made if it comes out. Uh, honestly, it's the most depressing thing we've ever talked about. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I don't uh, know. We, we did yeah, talk about is... Walking Dead episode one. So, Well, that's different. That's a different kind of depressing. That, that's actually a fun game. Except for the ending, which is kind of terrible. Yeah, that's, don't that's expect true. this game to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a great, right. happy, yeah. uplifting. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I was touching on it. So what about uh, homages over remakes? You know, inspired by... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Metroidvania. What, uh, Dead Cells. What is that one you like, Brandon? Uh, uh, Metroidvania? Um, yeah, the Metroidvania uh, one that came out. <laughs> Bloodstained, Ritual Blood of the Stained, Night, Sympathy of the Night. Yes, yeah. yes. Bloodstained is fantastic. It is a fantastic game. Uh, if you're a uh, Metroidvania fan, play it. Um, I love now, Metroidvanias. I hadn't heard of that one. Metroidvania is a portmanteau. Yeah, it's a portmanteau of the uh, the video game Metroid and the video game Castlevania, which means it's a platformer of a specific type with specific difficulty. Yeah, it's basically a a, a twisted version of Castlevania. <laughs> and, yes. and that particular game it's like i said it's fantastic it's a fantastic game um i would recommend it to anyone that that likes those kind of games now on the flip side of that there are bad um homage uh, uh homages hey uh, blood and bacon <laughs> was that an homage to anything i don't think so i mean what it was it even bacon? an homage to like redneck rampage or anything an homage to blood and an homage <laughs> to bacon <laughs> It's an homage to something. Um, uh, remember uh, earlier I talked about Smack. 
which is fantastic. And they they tried to remake it. Um, I cannot remember the name of the civilization, but it was shit. Beyond, no, not Beyond the Sword. Like Civilization in Space. Um, Beyond Earth. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's right. It was so bad. None of it, us could remember the name of it. Exactly. It was that fucking bad. And it, like it, it had nothing that made Smack great. It had nothing that made Civ great. It was just a shit um, turn-based strategy game. They they tried to make it into, hey, this is going to be the next generation Smack, and then it was like, oh no, it's going to be the it's going to be Civilization in space, and it was just it was just nothing that was good. I have twenty five hours in that game. Do you really? That many, huh? What in the world was I doing? I can't even find it in my list. I know I own- maybe you paused it and went somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. I have I have twelve hours in that game, and that, that's long it enough. Like, it sounded like at the end of that, you were hitting your head off the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I have twelve hours. Donk, donk. <laughs> I cannot get those twelve hours back. <laughs> I think this is a perfect time to say, "Hey, thanks for joining us again." Don't forget to check out our website at www.lunchcrew.org. And come join us at Discord. Yep, and we do the Twitters and the friend faces and all that. Oh, geez, you're making me old just saying it like that. The Twitters and the friend faces. Be safe on the intertubes, everybody. And we'll see you you next time. Hey, Dustin, thank you so much for joining us. Brandon, Ken, I'll talk to you later. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Wait, you're not going to... Thank you, Patrick, for, for everything you do. I've already left. Okay. I've already left. <laughs> Patrick has left the room. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you later.